What's up, Elite Army? This is your kind of well, kind of toxic host, Sarah Rittendale, bringing you another episode of Well-ish. Today is the last day of the 28 days of self-love. I want to leave you guys with some inspiration as to why loving yourself is crucial in becoming the best version of yourself. This is the reason I do 28 days of self-love. Now, if you've been around for my content before the 28 days, you know that most of what I do is in regards to becoming your best self. So it seems a little random that I decide to spend an entire month focusing on self-love individually when I could be focusing on any other factor or just being your best self in general and doing all of the things that feed into that. But The reason that I focus on the self-love portion of becoming your best self is because it isn't so much a portion of being your best self, but it is the foundation of becoming your best self. If everything in the world went to fucking shit, like you weren't able to exercise anymore, gyms have gone extinct, you're paralyzed, whatever, healthy eating, gone, meditation, gone, yoga, being outside, the sun, it's gone. There's no more social media to show up on, no more friends to do your best for, no more relationships to work on cultivating. Everything is over. There is nothing left that contributes to what we know as becoming the best versions of ourselves. Materialistic stuff, everything's gone. Gone. Even if you lost your ability to show up for yourself in all of the ways that we discussed within this series, like being able to set boundaries, you started people pleasing again, you started not being able to say no or not being able to say yes, you know, anything that we've talked about, if you lose the ability to do all of those things, but if you love yourself, you at least have that. Now, obviously, like I was just saying, you know, everything in this series, you would be doing all of those things because you love yourself. So you have to work on all of those things in order to love yourself. But my point is, is at the very bare minimum, if you lost everything that contributed to you becoming your best self, if you could just love yourself, you would be okay and you would be able to feel like you are best self without needing anything else. Anything else in life is unnecessary as long as you have that ability to love yourself, then you will show up as your best self. And it's not the other way around. And I think that's the biggest mistake that so many of us think, definitely me included, is that if you work to become your best self, because obviously all of that stuff, hopefully, is not going to happen. You know, you are going to continue to work on being your best self. You've already developed the skills of not people pleasing and showing up for yourself and being able to say no and setting boundaries and whatever. And and you are exercising and you are being healthy and you are getting sun and you are taking care of yourself in every way that you can. We think that if we do all of the things that contribute to becoming our best self, that we will eventually love ourselves because we did that. But it's not that way. It doesn't work that way. It you're putting the cart before the horse. You have to love yourself first and then you will be able to be your best self. I'm talking like zombie apocalypse, like you have nothing left. But if you just have that self-love, you will be okay because you'll have the will to survive. You'll know that you deserve survival. You'll know that you're capable of survival. You'll be able to validate your own decisions and make listen to your own inner guidance so that you will be okay. 
But if you lose all of these abilities that you've had before and you don't love yourself, you're fucked. You're fucked because you're just going to basically roll over and die. At the root of your mission to become your best self is the necessity to love yourself, not the other way around. And that idea that if we become our best selves, we will then eventually love ourselves is what keeps us in that infinite loop of trying and never succeeding. It's what makes us believe, oh my God, I'm working so hard. I'm trying so hard. I'm trying to be the best version of myself. I'm looking it up online. I'm listening to the things. I'm listening to the podcast. I'm watching the YouTube videos. I'm reading the books and I just can't figure it out. I can't figure out how to become the best version of myself. You're on this constant loop, this vicious cycle of trying and trying and and never succeeding. And it's because you're not focusing on your self-love. Because if you focus on your self-love, then the other stuff will begin to happen. And I want to say that you work on your self-love and all of the other things will fall into place. But that's not true either. The other stuff and becoming your best self takes fucking effort. It's not just going to fall into place. It does in the sense of that when you work on your self-love, you're more inclined to do those things, but they still take effort out of you to do those things. But when you work on your self-love, that's exactly it. You will feel more inclined to work on those things. So when you work on loving yourself and you also work on becoming your best self, you will reach that result that you have been trying to reach for so long. You will feel satisfied with who you are. You won't feel this emptiness or this drowning or this feeling that you're trying so hard, but you're never getting there. That's when you will know satisfaction and peace and confidence. When you love and accept yourself, you are more motivated to pursue goals because you know that you deserve the outcome. You know that you are capable of achieving the outcome. And you know that if you don't achieve the outcome, that has nothing to do with your capability and it's just a redirection and you are capable of handling whatever redirection that is and knowing that that's probably what's best for you, that you are on the right path to becoming your best self, no matter how the universe sets it up for you or how you set it up for you, that you are capable of achieving the best life for you and that you'll be put on the right path in order to do that because you are determined to. When you love and accept yourself, you are able to handle challenges because you are committed to yourself. You trust your own inner guidance and you're able to validate yourself and you know that you'll make the best decisions for your own well-being. When you love and accept yourself, you're able to cultivate healthy relationships because you won't accept less than you deserve because you'll be able to assert your needs and set your boundaries and you won't be at the fucking free will of everybody else living your life based on what everybody else wants from you, but making your own genuine choices for what you want out of your life and what you want out of your relationships. Even the fucking shittiest relationships that you have to have in your life, you'll be able to have a healthy version of them because you will be in control of what you can handle and what you won't handle. And they'll just have to accept that. You are laying a strong foundation that will hold up your personal growth and fulfillment by paying attention and working towards your self-love. It's something to always be keeping in the back of your mind, asking yourself, am I committed to myself in this moment? Am I loving myself in the best way that I could? Am I showing up for myself in a way that I know I will appreciate long term? Remembering to ask yourself, remembering from yesterday, repetition is king, and having that 
always in your head. Is this something that I can be mindful of at all times? And being able to build the practice of being mindful of it at all times. We are not expecting perfection. There will always be things that come up that make you question your love for yourself or react in a way that wasn't showing yourself love. But it is being able to show up for yourself as much of the time as possible, as often as you can. If you're mindful of it, if you're aware of it, and if you're putting intention into it, more often than not, over time with practice, you will be able to show up in a way that shows you the way that you love you. Self-love is the road to becoming your elite self. Guys, that is it for the series. That's day 28 of the 28 days of self-love. Thank you so much for being here with me. I've I said it a thousand times, but I've really appreciated all of your feedback and all of my new friends that are here and that we were really able to work through this together. Again, this getting to the end of the series doesn't mean that now you magically love yourself, but it at very least means that you are on your way to being a version of yourself that you love. Go ahead, re-listen to any of the episodes as you need it to kind of pound that information in a little bit farther so that you can really work on the things and practice the things that you need most out of yourself to prove to you that you love yourself. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you a hundred million times. If you haven't already subscribed to the show, make sure to do so so that you can come back for more information on how to be the best version of yourself every single Monday. I have some really exciting things coming up for you guys. Now that the series is over, I'm aiming to post a bi-weekly YouTube video experimenting self-help things that we've seen either on the internet or in self-help books that have been given to us by experts. I really want to do what they suggest, experiment with it, see how it makes me feel, and then come back to you guys and let you know what that looked like and how it really felt and if it was really as impactful as they say it is so that you can or cannot apply it to your own life. So there's that to look forward to. And then I also am thinking I'm going to start incorporating more toxic episodes because I think it would be really entertaining, A, but B, it would be helpful to have you here where I've fucked up in my life and hopefully you can prevent yourself from making the same mistakes that I've made and maybe realize how ridiculous that sounds. See if there's any way that you're kind of behaving in that cringy way and we will work through that together so that you kind of don't have to deal with it the way that I did. I also think having the toxic episodes would be beneficial because it is helpful to you know, work through those times, even though it's not the healthiest way. I want to give you guys some of my tips that I did to get through a toxic relationship or get through other toxic, you know, relationships, not like romantic, but any sort of relationship that I've had in my life or a toxic relationship that I've had with myself in telling you tips and things that have worked for me to get what I want or to get through it, even if it's not the most therapist recommended way. So I definitely am going to be incorporating a little bit more of that here coming soon, starting with Monday's episode that I'm going to be telling you guys about my cringiest regrets. So that's a good one. I was really planning it out and having a hell of a time. So <laughs> the things I do for the elite. Thank you again so much for listening. Make sure to follow me on Instagram and on TikTok, 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 uh, at Sarah Rittendale. 
is TikTok at Wellish Podcast on Instagram and at Sarah.Rittendale on Instagram. We are going to have a kick-ass week. Do not forget, you are elite as fuck. And I will talk to you fuckers on Monday. We're back, baby. <laughs> Bye, guys. Yeah.